0: Hey, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. My name is Destiny Hugh Santos. If you're busy and you want to learn more of the Word, this is a place where you can grow in the Word of God and get something and apply it practically to your life. So, thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. All right, hello, welcome to episode 21. So far we've been studying the book of Luke and we've been breaking down each chapter verse by verse and seeing what we can take from it and apply it to our lives. Last time we looked at Luke chapter 5 verse 12 through 16 and we looked at the unclean leper and we studied the symptoms of leprosy and we correlated that with how we can relate to people back then who were affected with leprosy how we can relate to maybe some of the symptoms of that bacterial infection and so i actually really enjoyed the last message i know we looked at it from a different perspective but it really encouraged and blessed me so if you didn't get a chance to listen to episode 20 i do encourage you to go back and listen to it today we're gonna pick up in luke chapter 5 verse 17 and it says one day while jesus was teaching Some Pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby. It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all Galilee and Judea, as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. Okay, I just want to pause right there. So the first thing I noticed is that one, they were already trying to get their friend to Jesus. And then two, when there wasn't any room to go through the crowd, they went up on the rooftop and lowered him through the roof in front of Jesus. And so the first thing I noticed is like, you know what? There may be some friends in our lives that we could see maybe they're paralyzed in a certain area or we see maybe they're stuck and they need some encouragement. And just like these guys carried their friend, how much more should we not try to carry the friends in our lives or the, the people that God has placed in our lives that has revealed to us an area where they are stuck and they need a healing? And how much more should we not try to encourage them and bring them on to Jesus and not only that I know personally I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have people in my life trying to bring me to Jesus I would have never met him and so right off the bat I just thought that was really cool and how we can relate it to our own lives is we should be that person that's carrying a paralytic friend to Jesus and finding all ways to get through the crowd sometimes it is a crowd that's blocking people because they're trying too hard to fit in and maybe we could see that but if we can just get our friends or our loved ones our family members to Jesus God can recognize that and Jesus does recognize that in verse 20 we're picking back up in verse 20 it says seeing their faith Jesus said to the man young man your sins are forgiven but the Pharisees and teachers of religious law said to themselves who does he think he is that's blasphemy only God can forgive sins Jesus knew what they were thinking so he asked them why do you question this in your heart? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiving or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And I just want to pause again. So the friends of this paralytic did all that they could to get him in front of Jesus. It doesn't say that Jesus looked at the friends And said, oh, well done for bringing your friend. No, he looked at the man. And I like how in verse 20 it says, seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, young man, your sins are forgiven. And so Jesus saw the friend's faith but he didn't speak to the friends he looked at the man that the friends brought and said your sins are forgiven and so that just shows me is that you know what jesus can see my faith and on behalf of my faith be able to bless somebody else because i actually had a lot of faith for that person And so I just want to encourage everyone out there, how this can relate is if you've been praying for somebody or you've been noticing a friend that is kind of heading in the wrong direction or a family member and you've been praying and you're like, God, I want to be used Pray you help them. God sees your faith and he does see it on their behalf. And there's a few scriptures that support standing in the gap for people and, and praying for people and allowing God to see our faith on their behalf. One of the scriptures is found in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, and it says, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people, ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. And then you go further down in verse three, it says, this is good and pleases God, our savior. So one, that's pretty much saying like when we intercede and stand in a gap for others, we can pray on their behalf. And that's exactly what these friends did for this paralytic man. They stood in a gap for him and they didn't let the crowd become the barrier. They lifted him up. And that can be a symbol of prayer They lifted him up, went through the roof and still made sure that he got in front of Jesus. And because of their faith, that man's sins were forgiven and there's another scripture i want to read it's found in exodus chapter 17 verse 11 through 12. and this is a passage in the old testament and the israelites were actually in battle and as long as moses held up his hand the israelites were in the battle and i'm going to pick up that story this is exodus chapter 17 i'm picking up right here in verse 11. it says as long as moses held up the staff in his hand the Israelites had the advantage but whenever he dropped his hand the Amalekites gained the advantage Moses arms soon became so tired he could no longer hold them up so Aaron and Ur found the stone for him to sit on then they stood on each side of Moses holding up his hands so his hands held steady until sunset And they end up winning that battle, the Bible goes on to say. So that's a scripture in the Old Testament. And the reason why I wanted to read that is because we need to be like Aaron and her who held up Moses' arms when he got tired. You know, we all need someone that's willing to be lifting us up in prayer. And why not be that person for somebody else? Just like friend of the paralytic, doing all we can to help them get healed, to help them get to Jesus. Those friends weren't even trying to lead him to salvation. They just wanted him to get healed. But in the process of them being desperate to get their friend healed, Jesus also, in the process, forgave his sins so that was actually the next thing is Jesus can do more than we expected you know sometimes we may be praying for one thing to happen to a family member a friend or for somebody else and because of our faith and the love that we are really putting in that prayer God not only do what we were asking him to do but he does something extra just like Jesus forgave the men's sins first even though Originally, the man was probably brought there just for the healing and he still ended up getting healed. But the fact that that man' sins were forgiven. And that's the other point was, you know, just praying for people out of love can help lead them to knowing Jesus on their own. And so sometimes we don't have to do God's work for him. Our job is sometimes just to get a friend, a family member, their name, one, bring it to God in prayer. And two, do our best to get them to meet Jesus for themselves. Jesus can handle the rest, whether at least to them giving their lives to Jesus and their sins being forgiven, or even if it's just Jesus simply answering our prayer requests. And so I actually want to pick back up in Luke chapter five and verse 25. And it says, and immediately as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat and went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe. And they praised God, exclaiming, we have seen amazing things today. And I love that it said in verse 25 that the man picked up his man and went home praising God. And then the crowd ended with praising god and so we don't see in this scripture that jesus or the crowd looked at that guy's friends and said well done you guys man that was awesome no the paralytic man jumped up went home praising god and everyone else praised god and so what that tells me is you know what as i Try to be one of those friends that's carrying someone who I can see is needs healing in a certain area or needs to get in front of Jesus in a certain area. As I pray, as I do my best to help invite them to Jesus, it's not about me because. As long as they leave changed and they leave praising God and everyone else get closer to God and praise God because of the action I've done, that's enough. And you know what? These guys' names were never mentioned. We don't really know who they are, but their story and their faith was written for eternity because they truly love their friend enough to get him in front of jesus and not only did their friend leave praising god it left everyone else praising god and so that should always be the motive of our heart not to be seen, not to get credit, but to say, you know what? God used me to bless somebody, to help lead someone to Jesus, to bring healing. Uh, Man, their sins were forgiven. And that wasn't even my intention. I was just trying to pray for them to have wisdom. You know, you never know what your prayers can do. But when someone that truly has faith, he can do exceedingly more than we can ask or think. So overall, what can we get from this message is number one, the friends didn't let the crowd be a barrier to helping their friend. So if there's a friend, a family member, somebody in our lives that we see there's some barrier, maybe it is physically a crowd of people and they're hanging out with the wrong crowd and that's affecting them from getting to Jesus. Or maybe it's something else, a different barrier. Don't allow that to be a hindrance for us. Let's do all we need to do. I love that they they took him up to the rooftop let's let that symbolize prayer let's bring those people names up to god in prayer let's pray for them pray for wisdom pray for healing pray for salvation and just continue to lift them up in prayer just like they lifted that paralytic up and they brought him right in the feet of jesus two jesus recognized their faith and because of their faith that man's sins were forgiven and not only that he left healed and so anything that we do out of faith and out of love it lasts for eternity and so just because we may not get the credit right then and there those guys didn't get the credit right then and there but the fruit of what they did lived on and so never be discouraged just because sometimes we don't see what our prayers are doing You know, we pray in the secret and we may not see the fruit of it yet, but to be encouraged that, you know what? God sees my faith. And because of my prayers and because of my faith, God is going to do something exceedingly more than I can ask or think. Just like the guy left with his sins forgiven, even though they were only wanting him there to get healed. And then the last thing is Jesus name was praised after that moment. The friends names weren't mentioned. The guy that got healed and his sins got forgiven. He left praising God and the people around him were praising God. at the end of that story and so that should always be our motive is to lead people to jesus and allow them to experience him for themselves that really point towards god and not us that we shouldn't want to get the credit that it's not about us it's about leaving the legacy of bringing people to jesus and letting jesus get all the praise and all the glory for it so that's the message for today and let's just end in prayer. So, Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, for the people you have brought in our lives that has been praying for us, Lord, the relationship that we have because of others. And so, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you will help us return the favor. Help us see who around us is like Moses that just is tired and just need an extra lift, just like those friends lifted up that guy. And so, Lord, I just pray that you will help us not get weary of our prayers and actually pray with faith to know that you see it and it does matter and it will produce fruit in Jesus name and so Lord I pray for that I pray for those around us that you give us wisdom on how to lead them to you whether it's just a simple invitation to church or whether it's just a one-on-one meeting and inviting Jesus in the conversation or even if it's just prayer behind closed doors God I just pray that you would help us be intentional about bringing people to you and not allowing the barriers to stop us from doing that so Lord we just thank you for this day and we ask that you would just continue to watch over us and help us do your will and your work. In Jesus name, amen. And if this is your first time listening or you've been listening for a while and you are ready to give your life to Jesus, you know, maybe a friend shared this podcast with you and that's their way of lifting you on that rooftop and trying to get you in front of Jesus. And so maybe this was shared to you by a friend or maybe it just seems like different things keep happening in your life and you feel like God is calling you. Well, here's your moment to really surrender your life to God. There's no reason to wait. And so if that's you and you're ready to surrender your life to Jesus, I just ask that you repeat this prayer after me. I'm going to lead you in a prayer, but this is going to be your prayer, your own words. And then after this, I encourage you to get connected with other people so you can have a community of people around you just like that paralytic man. So when you do get paralyzed and stuck, you got people around you that you know will help bring you where you need to be. So if that's you, I just ask you, you repeat this prayer after me and just say, Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. And so, Lord, I receive it. I receive your grace. I receive your mercy. And I receive your forgiveness. And I acknowledge that I am a sinner. And I need your grace and your forgiveness in my life. And so, Lord, from this day forward, I pray that you will help me live a life on fire for you help me live a life not paralyzed anymore whatever was holding me back before i pray you will set me free just like that man was able to walk home praising god and so lord i pray you will surround me with people that will help me stay connected to you and when i do fall god i pray that you will help me get back up and i ask this father in jesus name amen you prayed that prayer again i encourage you to get connected with somebody don't let it just stop here again thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your week god bless thank you so much for listening to the beyond the court ministries podcast if you enjoyed the message today please subscribe and share with others as i will continue to upload weekly messages also if you would like a daily devotional shoot me an email at destinyhughes20 at gmail.com That's D-E-S-T-I-N-I-H-U-G-H-E-S-2-0 at gmail.com. Thanks and have a blessed day.